Chris Gale or the universe boss back out there and, you know, and then laugh the man the way he does, you know, enjoy his cricket. It's, it, yeah, it just takes that sheen off a bit. Okay, let's do some weekend previews. Mumbai versus Delhi. Mumbai is in familiar territory. I mean, what can I say about them? In 2014, Anjum, they start with five straight losses. They sneak into the playoffs in dramatic fashion. Next year, 2015, they start with four losses in a row. They win the title. They're now in fifth place. Only net run rate separating them from fourth. Delhi were just the opposite last year. They were in a similar situation, but they lost five of their last six games. Um, and my last point before I, I ask you to do a preview is the fact that Shaw and Stoinis are injured. Steve yeah. Smith took Shaw's place against Kolkata, but Sam Billings is out of quarantine. You think they'll play him? And of course, Mumbai has Jayant Yadav, their specialist option against Delhi. So, does so well against their left-handed batting lineup. So, your preview. Uh, for Mumbai, I think it's a very difficult scenario. Not because they can't go out there and win it. I think they're actually um, struggling to get their best players right. With Ishan not in form, with uh, Surya Kumar uh, not striking the ball with Hardik Pandya again, uh, 50-50, because he's obviously not bowling. So that balance somehow that Mumbai has been um, so very lucky or fortunate over the years to maintain. And that consistency amongst the playing eleven is not there. Um, the other side is it's not about uh, winning the games only. It's about also how you're losing those games. So Mumbai, for some reason in this from the time the UAE leg has started, hasn't really looked the Mumbai of uh, of uh, earlier years. You know how they used to perform, go out there and win it. And and the reason for that is their is their batting order it hasn't really uh, lived up to their reputation over the years. So I do feel it's a little tight situation. Um, but again, for Delhi, uh, losing a very close game uh, was was something that uh, has happened very rarely with Delhi over the last, at least for the last couple of seasons what we've seen. So you feel that Delhi has it in them to going out there and making an impact against Mumbai and probably, um, you know, the the pitch at Charja, we've seen that it's not been so very easy to have a high scoring game. It's an afternoon game again. So everything will be stacked against a high scoring game largely. So how does Mumbai turn things around? For them, I do feel it's slightly more difficult than what Delhi is. And uh, to making it to the playoffs. Again, we got a big list this morning as to what are the permutations, combinations between Kolkata, between uh, Punjab and Mumbai to making it to the playoffs. So one has to lose to two or two has to lose to three and then the net run rate comes in. So I said, okay, fine. Let's step back, watch the game and see at the end of the day who wins those two points. So I do feel that Delhi might be having a slight advantage over here, over Mumbai. So if Stoinis, uh, Shaw don't play, are you saying Sam Billings will come in or you'd still like Steve Smith to take the park? I, I think Steve Smith might just continue uh, at the top because uh, there's a talk that Prithvi Shaw might be fit. But even if he does get fit again, that combination tends to change. So then Lalit Yadav will have to sit out. Oh. And uh, because that foreign player, Indian recruit has to, that balance has to get right. So I think that they might still go ahead with uh, Lalit Yadav uh, in this contest because Steve Smith might retain his place. And for Stoinis, uh, again, um, you know, he, he's he's missed a couple of games. How fit is he? Do you really want to rush him back into this contest? Or maybe delay, even if he's on the road to recovery, this is not like a must-win game for Delhi. It's an important game, but not a must-win game. So do you really rely uh, back on Stoinis to come in? Or go ahead. I think Steve Smith should be persisted with here. And uh, as far as Jayant Yadav, I'd like a comment on, on him in this particular game. They'll obviously start using him early. They should. You know, whenever he's delivered, whenever he's performed uh, or played uh, the first 11 for Mumbai, 
over the uh, and especially let, let's not forget the final <laughs> the last year against delhi the very first over he came in and he, and he took the wicket as well so he has done well and he's one bowler who uh, has those all round abilities so yeah he might just get the nod ahead you know it will be very interesting to see do you do you still persist with hardik pandya which maybe you're tempted to because even the coach jayawardne has mentioned that you know if you rush him into bowling then he might not be able to contribute in the batting department as much as he's doing now which probably doesn't it is not a very good and a healthy news for indian cricket because remember hardik pandya is in the in the world t20 team so it's a difficult scenario over here uh, maybe first things first let this uh, game of the tournament get over and then take it from there rajasthan versus chennai you know chennai is stable uh, they're really stable batting depth it's amazing could you think that shardul and deepak chahar are 9 and 10 and you know we know that their batting ability is is mm. so amazing they can hit royals have really struggled without archer butler stokes chris morris has struggled mm. liam livingstone hasn't made any impact with the middle order there are a couple of questions before you get into your preview you think they'll replace morris with either oshane thomas or tabrez shamsi what do you do with livingstone do you replace him with david miller or glen phillips what are going to be kumara sangakara's option of course option samson is in great form there's no doubt about that chennai on the other hand anjum are even at the liberty to rest some players you think they should rest a bravo hazelwood uh, you know get moin to to bowl in the power play considering jaiswal is left handed let's have your preview for uh, rajasthan i would feel that uh, they can bring in uh, david miller um, again depends on how the form has been for miller in the past because he's just played one game in the uae and it wasn't a great outing so livingston obviously comes with a lot of promise and hope and a lot of runs behind him and and so does miller um, don't take anything away from him um you can replace a batter to a batter or you might just want to play both instead of uh, chris morris coming in um when you balance out instead of chris morris who will come in and bowl then i think that's where you can probably get in uh, shivam dubey he hasn't got a game in and uh, he's he has an all rounder uh, you know skill to to himself so you you can use those uh, those those strengths as well of shivam dubey and it's it's a different pitch you're not playing in dubai you'll be playing in abu dhabi so again um i, I guess these combinations can uh, go around i also feel that there be a, there are a few players who have actually just sat out on the bench despite them probably uh, who, you know who should have been given a look ahead much earlier so for the royals they do have a problem at the moment with their foreign players um i won't be surprised if chris morris misses out or i won't be surprised if he goes out to play because this is not dubai this is abu dhabi and the conditions are slightly different but i would still see i would still uh, be happy to see if Le- uh, livingston continues and uh, shivam dubey gets a look in for chennai i would feel that they don't want to change too many things they might uh, get in a lungi nagidi instead of a josh hazelwood just to give him some game time um they might want to rest uh, bravo again um and and you know look look to go towards probably another uh, the leg spinner the south african leg spinner but knowing dhoni you don't want to change too many things and uh, let that uh, you know winning momentum go away so yeah it will be a difficult scenario i do i don't think you might rest a rest a player like bravo in case he has a niggle but not too much i don't think a lot of combination would go changing that side would you like to see moin bowling in the power play uh, to jaiswal in particular because jaiswal is left handed 
again deepak chahar comes in and bowls uh, those that initial spell uh, you know shardul thakur has been very good in case you getting a lunginagiri instead of a josh hazelwood then he will bowl with a new ball i don't think uh, moin ali will come in and bowl initial overs they he shouldn't why why should he because if if your game plan is not to go to moin ali considering chennai is playing delhi in abu dhabi and if your game plan is not even with a with a left handed uh, top order like uh, like like uh, delhi so if you're that's not your game plan going to be then why change it for uh, another team because i guess it's more about giving everyone an opportunity and and playing them in the roles that they have been picked for and they have been defined with so maintain that bangalore versus punjab now ks bharat and shahbaz have been fantastic for bangalore uh, anjum punjab with the absence of gail Mm-hmm. means that shahrukh khan and fabian allen can bat in more suitable yeah. positions yeah. but allen was limping against kolkata i don't know if you have any news on that on friday he was limping is he going to be in the park and and uh, you know chel keeps getting mayank agarwal out four four times in 37 balls so mm-hmm. i would call him his rabbit and uh, spinners dominated the second half in sharja so you think punjab is going to bring back harpreet brar in sharja And my final point before I allow you to please give us the preview is that De Villiers, yeah, he's faced only 19 balls in four innings since the tournament resumed in the UAE. I mean, there's no doubting he's a legend, but uh, he's been getting out so quickly, time after time. Um, yes. So to start with uh, the last part, I think uh, AB De Villiers. Uh, we were all having a chat the other day when we were covering the Bangalore game, and we were thinking, why not promote AB De Villiers up the order at number three to get some game time. to be fair you don't want to be unfair to bharat because he's done nothing wrong and at the end of the day he is obviously a player coming into the franchise and wants to make an impact he's been around the indian team as well so you don't want to be unfair to a player just to get some other player in form but when you look at the um context of the tournament and considering bangalore is going to be or likely to qualify for the playoffs so you want your top order beyond your number 4 also to have some runs under their belt so you would feel that yeah abd villiers should come in for chehel i think he's been a very uh, very consistent performer yes in the middle somewhere uh, while playing for india you do get uh, penalized you do get hit and look it's a tough game it's not always that uh, a bowler will have the last laugh or the batter will have a better uh, one over the bowler but you just feel with every performance that he turns out that uh, has he missed the bus you know which which should have been caught by him for the world t20 so it's not that he's not deserving it's just that you don't still know why an experienced spinner like uh, you know jiswinder chahal has not been picked in the in the indian team um to to come back to punjab i guess uh, fabian allen yes because whilst he was uh, bowling uh, in the in the game uh, uh, the other night against uh, kolkata he, while going for a catch he twisted his ankle so and that uh, injury really impacted him so while he did come out to bat uh, in the last over but uh, i think he might just be missing out a game if he is not fully fit and and no problem with that because they've got a chris jordan who's sitting out he can actually get a look in in fact he should be played in there's an adil rashid who's sitting out um who should be played again uh, ahead of fabian allen in any case so these are the options maybe they went in for fabian allen because they didn't have a harpreet brar um in the last game against kolkata to say the harpreet should come back yes i think he should he should be played and who he should be played ahead i guess deepak huda because sharuk can go ahead and bat slightly higher deepak huda can uh, miss out because harpreet brar can come in and harpreet brings you 
you know, not only with the ball, but also a handy with the bat. He might not bat at the same position as uh, Deepak Huda is getting promoted, but he can come in in the later half and create a similar kind of a impact. And Sharo can go uh, get promoted up in the batting order. So that permutation combination can also work for Punjab, considering they're thinking on the same lines as probably we are. So yeah, it, it was a good win. And that might just help uh, Punjab just tighten up a few ends before a crunch game, uh, the next one coming up. Kolkata versus Hyderabad, the preview. Now, the last five games, Kolkata has won three. Of course, there was that tie in 2020 where KKR won in the one-over eliminator. So, if I count that, they've actually won the last four out of the five against Hyderabad. How do you view that game? Um, look, Hyderabad is one team which is possibly uh, down and out, uh, you know. And I, and I feel bad for them because a champion team, like 2016, they were champions. 2018, they were runners-up. And here they are. This this game can quickly change uh, and turn around things and results. This year has been a forgetful year for the Hyderabad franchise. And uh, once you're in that kind of a zone, um, it's difficult to go out there and put up a kind of fight which you're even known for. Because this year, none of the players have actually done well for them. Whether it's the batting or the bowling, everybody has faltered and faltered at the same time in the same place. So for, for Kolkata, it will be slightly easier because their opposition is not on top of their game, neither in the dressing room nor outside it. So for Kolkata, it'll be a, it, it just might turn out to be an easier game uh, for them. Okay, lots of games this week, 10 of them. So we're not going to go into absolute details, otherwise you'll be here till the evening. So we'll just do quick nuggets. Mm. Just get your quick comments on each game. Last night, that DRS decision was appalling. <laughs> you know, uh, it was so apparent that the poor fellow had actually caught that. But anyway, that's the story, Morning Glory. Kolkata versus Punjab, Punjab winning by five wickets. I liked what Venkatesh Iyer showed again uh, at the top that Nitish Rana and Rahul Tripathi partnership in the middle for Kolkata, uh, then Arshdeep and Bishnoi, three wickets, two wickets uh, apiece. And then Punjab coming back with Varun doing his two for 24, Nareen and Venkatesh expensive. Uh, some some good stuff there from Shah Rukh Khan, 22 off nine. And of course, uh, Rahul and Mayank at the top again, shining 67 and 40. So a quick nugget on last night's action. I felt that catch was uh, definitely legible. Uh, Rahul Tripathi came in from the boundary and you know, we've all played the game. Not that the umpire <laughs> would not have judged it uh, with those uh, very much, uh, you know, uh, uh, close vision as to whether the ball did touch the ground or not. Take nothing away from that. But I did think that that was a catch and should have been given. It could have changed the uh, complexion of the game, the result, possibly. You never know. But yes, that that seemed a catch which should have gone in the favour of uh, Rahul Tripathi and Kolkata. It was, again, a good game. Uh, I do feel that... Uh, Kolkata should have ended up winning that game much earlier than they they seemed like it. A couple of uh, chances should have been uh, taken initially as well, a couple of drop chances. But all in all, to see the game and the result come out from the context of this tournament, I guess it was nice that Punjab won because it just gets that um, that fourth position into the playoffs or like say third and fourth position into the playoffs, a little more uh, complex with all those permutation combinations coming in, you don't want to go into a contest in the last week, possibly the last week, and say, look, we already know who the top four are. So it, it, it's nice from that perspective. Uh, for Kolkata, I guess uh, Venkatesh has been that standout performer and that partnership either with Shubman or uh, with Rahul Tripathi has been the biggest uh, difference for Kolkata to have this kind of a redemption coming in this tournament because they, again, had a very, very poor start to uh, this season uh, while the tournament was happening in India. So 
that 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 is a very major uh, add on factor and in a good way venkatesh ayer for the kolkata team hyderabad versus chennai day before chennai winning by six wickets uh, i loved seeing hazelwood and bravo you know hazelwood picking up three bravo a two mm-hmm. um the opening batsman for chennai gaikwad duplessy so impressive 45 and 41 nice to see raidu and dhoni finishing it off in the end holder of course 3 for 27 the the pick of uh, the hyderabad bowlers so a uh, quick nugget on the hyderabad chennai game um you know the way ruturaj gaikwad has been batting for chennai in the last uh, two seasons he came in last season was his uh, first season with the franchise and then he got uh, covid then he recovered from it a couple of initial outings were again very very ordinary got out on a not i think in the very first game as well and then that 16 not out 17 not out match winning knock you just go back and think why would chennai invest in a player who plays from maharashtra has really been a very um, simple no flair no fuss kind of a cricketer and then you look at the history a bit i i did a little research and a little uh, finding about what's the future and in one of the pieces i have actually gone on and said that ruturaj gaikwad might actually be the successor to ms dhoni for the franchise and uh, the way he's been groomed the way he has been identified by ms dhoni over the years because he's got a fantastic cricket brain and if ms dhoni knows that then obviously the world should just go out there and believe that yes you have to understand and believe what ms dhoni judges um Ruturaj has been batting exceptionally well and it's good to see because just for comparison sake if you're talking about a uh, Chris Gale and then we're talking about a Ruturaj Gaikwad both of them have been making a fantastic impact whenever they play for their own respective teams but the demeanor is so different the style is so different but the impact is huge so you know this this game gets out there uh, gives an opportunity for a player to go out there and showcase their skills and the similar kind of player is Rahul Tripathi for kolkata you were mentioning about it slightly earlier both play for maharashtra in the domestic competition and look the kind of impact that these two players are making for their respective teams that's a lovely analogy there rajasthan versus bangalore bangalore winning by 7 uh, wickets evan lewis and jaiswal at the top of fiery harshal patel 3 for 34 but i most enjoyed uh, seeing chehel and shabaz ahmed doing such a great job Bangalore then respond with the top four firing Kohli, Padikkal, Bharat, Maxwell, Maxi is my God blistering, fifty in that thirty balls and Mustafizur two for twenty. So your thoughts on that game? Uh, again, Maxwell I think uh, has also made a very valuable contribution to this Bangalore lineup. We were on commentary uh, and uh, we were discussing whether what has changed for uh, for for the, for the Bangalore team and one point did come out that between. Uh, AB de Villiers and Virat Kohli it's a Glen Maxwell which has just got added in and to be fair where is AB de Villiers in the UAE leg we've hardly seen a knock like uh, AB de Villiers has been playing in the past for uh, for the franchise so suddenly there is a Glen Maxwell who's taken that um, i won't say the pressure of but I'll say the attention of Virat Kohli and AB de Villiers and he's delivering into when it, when they required almost about 20 runs uh, we were like okay let's decide uh, how do we the match is about to finish and who can be the player of the match and then in the like spate of 6 or 7 delivery match was done and dust it's like quickly you're running down for presentation and you're quickly gathering all your stuff so that's the kind of impact that glen maxwell has um for uh, again for rajasthan i guess evan lewis started off very well that 77 run partnership with him and yashasvi at the top was was brilliant but the others came out in a in different colors it's 
I mean, not in the not a literal sense, but others just just didn't arrive for the game. Sanju Samson, we know how important he has been for the franchise and and the form that he has been in. Yes, he's got Chahal has got the number over uh, uh, Sanju Samson, but he's been amongst runs. Nobody just didn't. No one from the from the Rajasthan team decided to play a sheet anchor role or decide to go out there and and score enough runs. So. For Bangalore, you, they will not give you a chance twice. They are they are a team who know exactly if they are doing well, they will demolish the opposition. Mumbai versus Punjab. Mumbai win by six wickets. Some standout uh, performances. Markham, Deepak Hooda for for Punjab in the batting. Bumrah took two for twenty four. Pollard in that one over. Pollard getting uh, you know Rahul and Gale. Then in the Mumbai innings, uh, I liked Quinton and uh, you know then the partnership between Tiwari and Hardik Pandya. seeing them through and of course polard coming and playing that blinder 15 of 7 uh bishnoi's two wickets of i think of rohit and suryakumar yadav were also crucial so uh mumbai versus punjab please uh you know i thought the game changing moment against punjab was the time that uh, harpreet brar dropped hardik pandya at backward point of arshdeep correct uh this is when bishnoi had picked up uh, surya kumar on the very first ball after picking up rohit and then um, we've seen that hardik uh, has had less of game time so it does take uh, time for uh, you know the ball and bat to meet in the perfect timing to happen for a player and then that catch got dropped if that catch had been taken you never know punjab would have actually uh, made more further inroads and won't have been so very easy hitting out is one way of scoring runs but you don't decide to hit out just because you want to hit out you have to hit out and that becomes a scenario in that have to moment you can actually lose your wicket and we've seen that happen that's why mumbai hasn't been able to do so successfully in this tournament be so consistent and successful in this tournament in this edition um in this leg because things haven't fired for them so i guess that that was the turning point ravi bishnoi since the time he has come in he's just added that um, that x factor again with chris gale at the top or ravi bishnoi at the bottom uh, with the ball it's just been that kind of a uh, thing for punjab that it's it, the, the bowling out it just looks so completely changed one and a very attacking one because you're attacking you know that the bowler is there he'll bowl a good line and length and with those variations it just uh, creates a doubt in a batter's mind and that's good enough four overs when he's made such an impact two wickets three wickets he's been exceptional Kolkata versus Delhi. Kolkata won by a win by three wickets. We've talked about the Ashwin incident, so we're not going to get into that. But in the Delhi innings, Steve Smith and Dhawan getting a partnership going at the top. Rishabh Pant slow by his standards, thirty-nine mm. of thirty-six. Uh, Narine and Venkatesh two wickets each. I like the fact that Ferguson got both Smith and Dhawan, mm. two for ten in just two overs, and then Kolkata. Uh, Nitish Rana there with his thirty-six not out. Narine coming and hitting a twenty-one in just ten balls. Let's spare a thought for Avesh Khan. Uh, Dinesh Karthik and Rahul Tripathi were two out of his three wickets, three for thirteen in three overs. So your summary of that Kolkata Delhi game? Uh, I guess uh, Delhi should have got more runs than they actually did. Yes, the wicket has not been so conducive for stroke play, but uh, Delhi, in the kind of batting order and the form that those batters have, um, should have actually gotten. Shreya Sayar was a lucky wicket that they got pretty early on. so the, the impact couldn't get created or dominated right from the start for delhi but had they got few more extra runs i'm sure kolkata would have found it themselves in a in a sp- uh, in a spot of bother because oin morgan again is not in good form he departed early nitesh rana was there in the middle overs a little good uh, you know assistance because he's played lalit yadav 
in the Delhi Nets. Both of them play for Delhi uh, in the domestic cricket. So it was it was a battle of two familiar oppositions. Yes, Lalit could have got the better of Nitesh Rana, but those two sixes are an expensive over of Lalit Yadav. Uh, Nitesh Rana ensured that they are not too far away from their target. So I guess if Delhi had put in a bigger total, which I thought they should have been at least 20 runs more from where they finished, I'm sure the match would have been in a much more... Uh, without the match going close, there were such heated arguments <laughs> in, in, the, in the middle of the contest. Imagine if the match had gone right till the wire and it was more tense over there. Well said. Hyderabad versus Rajasthan. Hyderabad win by seven wickets. So just standout batting performances. Sanju Samson is 82 of 57. Jaiswal was neat. Uh, Maipal Lomroor, run a ball, 29. Then, of course, one cannot uh, get over Jason Roy, 60 of 42. Mm. Kane Williamson uh, striking a 51 of 41. And, of course, Abhishek Sharma at the end. The Rajasthan versus Hyderabad game. I thought Abhishek and Kane Williamson batted really well. Yes, Jason Roy was impactful at the top, got the Player of the Match award as well. Um, but for, for me, it was the partnership with young uh, uh, Abhishek Sharma, the left-hander. And at the opposite, and he's batting with the New Zealand uh, captain Kane Williamson. I guess, you know, if you look at contest from a player's perspective, a young under-19 player who's come into franchise cricket, who's still yet to make a mark in domestic cricket, is batting alongside a champion team, the the champion of Test cricket, uh, Captain Kane Williamson at the other end. And he's, with a free-flowing uh, bat of his, making an impact and taking the team to victory. So that's the best thing that I like uh, in that Hyderabad chase. And yes, overall, when you have Kane Williamson firing, it's very rare that uh, Hyderabad doesn't end up on the winning side. It didn't happen this time as well. Last weekend, Bangalore beat Mumbai by 54 runs. I loved how Bumrah knocked over Padikkal Pandya, uh, sorry, Padikkal Maxwell and A.B. de Villiers. Uh, that was just great to see, 3 for 36. Kohli, Bharat, Maxwell firing again for uh, Bangalore. And as far as Mumbai is concerned, that collapse. So sad to see uh, as, as a Mumbai cut. Harshal Patel, uh, Pollard and Pandya amongst his prize wickets, 4 for 17. And really after Rohit and Quinton at the top, Mumbai not doing anything. Um, you know, before the hat-trick actually happened, the game was already poised very much. Um, so, I, I do feel that the credit should go to the Bangalore bowlers for making sure that they, they're able to take the game towards, uh, you know, deeper into the contest. It's not just finishing early on. It's, it's ensuring that Mumbai has to struggle for every run. So, yes, it was a bowler's night for uh, Bangalore. But again, the struggle for the Mumbai batters, as we've seen in the UAE leg, has been their predominant. And... And they, they're a team which usually we've seen come out and emerge. But this time, they've got just got, what, seven matches? They played a chunk of their games in India. Now, there's just five or seven matches that they have to go out there and make an impact. And in case the things don't go right, you have to quickly... You don't have that much of time. You have to quickly turn around things. And that has really not happened for Mumbai. Otherwise, chasing down the target for such a strong batting order like Mumbai... I don't think it was any any difficult or, or the pitch was any different. It was a good pitch to bat on and it still does remain a good pitch to bat on. Chennai win by two wickets against Kolkata last weekend. Rahul Tripathi, Nitesh Rana, it was so nice seeing them. Dreras and DK, some flashes in the end. Shardu Thakur amongst the wickets. He got Venkatesh Ayer and Dreras. Prime example of how the, in the IPL, international bowlers sometimes get taken. Sam Curran, they took him for 56 runs. The great Josh Hazelwood taken for 40 runs. 
And then uh, Ruturaj Gaikwad and Duplessis again coming in and putting up a great stand. Moin striking a 32 at one drop. Yeah. And of course, we saw Jadeja flourishing at the end. And even though Sunil Narin was taken for runs, you know, the wickets of Raidu and Jadeja always count for something. So that Chennai versus Kolkata game. I think in that contest, uh, Shardul Thakur bowled really well. He came in and he got the couple of wickets. He's been one of those bowlers. Very first over, I think he uh, got uh, Venkatesh Iyer caught behind in that in that game. So um, when you have the bowling depth like Chennai definitely has, and then you have a very good captain who knows exactly how to rotate the resources, it is never the opposition who's calling the shots. It's always the Chennai skipper who's deciding which way the game can drift if he can control all the controllables. So that, that that was basically the difference between Kolkata and Chennai. I don't think Kolkata batted badly. Yes, they were a few runs short again, but they could have gone out there and made an impact. They did that also by picking up early wickets with, I think, uh, Rena uh, perished uh, cheaply. Even uh, Moin made a few and then he got her somewhere around 30s. But for Ravindra Jadej, until the time he's there in the center, you will never be out of sorts. Deepak Chahar scoring those winning runs. When you have a batting order like Chennai, you rightly mentioned early on that, uh, you know, with Deepak Chahar is coming in at number 9 or 10 and then there is uh, a Shardul Thakur looking at probably coming in to bat. That Chennai is a good team and, and they know it. They're the first ones to qualify till, for the playoffs. So they know that a lot of things have uh, worked well for them. That Hyderabad versus Punjab game, Punjab winning by five runs, very low scoring. Holder, of course, was the standout performer, three for 19, getting both Rahul and Agarwal. And of course, coming back to score a 47 off 19, pretty much a hero for them. Nice bowling by Shami and Bishnoi. Uh, you know, two and three wickets apiece. They really cleaned up the Hyderabad top five. So Hyderabad, Punjab. I think that was a game that Hyderabad should have closed down much earlier. Then, uh, then they actually ended up taking the game. Yes, uh, Jason Holder was player of the match. Picked up, I think, two or three wickets and and got uh, forty seven odd. But they didn't close down the game. They should have won. It was not a very high scoring game. Less than one hundred and thirty was a target. And I don't know what what went wrong. Yes, the pitch is not so conducive for stroke play. But then ones and twos can actually be scored. I felt that uh, Hyderabad gifted that game to Punjab. Yes, Punjab bowled well. All bowlers will go out there and try to defend the target. But that game, Hyderabad should have closed out in their favour. And finally, Delhi versus Rajasthan. Delhi winning by 33 runs. Again, low scoring, Anjum. Shreyas hit a 43 of 32. Rishabh, a runner ball, 24. Uh, Shimran Hetmaya, 28 of just 16. But it was just so great to watch Sanju Samson. Uh, he's 70 of 53. Because no other major contribution for Rajasthan other than Samson. Yes, and uh, Samson has been in that kind of a touch. You know, I, I felt that when he came into bat, he was just uh, playing the shots that we have seen him play. Not a flurry of shots, not trying to be uh, too uh, over the top with his uh, shot selection. His his strike rate has dropped slightly, but the impact that he's making has become much better for uh, the franchise, which is which is very good to see. But again, when you have Shreyas coming into form and you know, hungry for runs. Yes, he didn't make it to the uh, first 15 yet into the Indian team, but he's there in the squad. So you you want to go out there and make an impression with every outing. And that's what exactly Shreya said. Delhi has been one of the one of those uh, teams which is very nicely climbing up the ladder of uh, the top teams in IPL. Um, in the last three seasons, I guess they have uh, finished 
as runners up then in the till the playoffs and possibly you never know it might just be another uh, uh, final for them anjum chopra can be heard every single morning on 94.3 radio 1 nationwide between 10 am and 12 noon please tune in and this podcast comes to you once a week every saturday on hd smartcast and then distributed by hd smartcast on all prominent podcasting sites including uh, spotify uh, savan gana and others you can follow her on chopranjum on twitter anjum underscore chopra on instagram and i'm at hrishikay across all social media can't wait to speak to you next week cuz we're getting into the decisive phase now <laughs> absolutely yeah. it's it's, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a race to the finish for the yeah. bottom three teams <laughs> totally have a good one take care bye 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 this was a radio on production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast